0: Hello and welcome to Wildlife Chronicles, where we sit down and talk about how we grew up fishing and how that's made the person we are today. So today, I have a very wonderful young gentleman who's quickly be known as a as cook becoming a, a good stick on the Winnebago system. Daniel Penn and Sandler. How are you doing today, Daniel? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Great to have you here. So we'll start right out. What, what was your childhood like growing up? Were you high income, low income? How is all that kind of affects you? Well I mean
1: growing up I'd say I definitely had a great family around me. Um, I grew up my grandpa really got me into fishing. We used to have a pontoon boat and I think that's kind of how I was known back in the day. We'd (laughs) go out there in the big green pontoon boat and mainly back in the day all we did was perch fish with him so kind of started out doing that and obviously you know as well a big part of my life growing up was baseball. That's pretty much all I did growing up and during the summer, I'd fish with my grandpa when I could but otherwise we were we had a baseball tournament every weekend so did a lot of travel baseball and club tournaments and stuff so I was all over different states playing baseball
0: nice so what's your first memory of a fish
1: My first is it, memory is it, a, of, is
0: it a fish tank what's your first memory of a fish?
1: Probably one of my earliest memories was we used to go down to the uh, Otter Street Fishing Club, okay. the the kids fishery there. Uh-huh, yeah. So my grandpa used to take us there every year, and I mean, usually we'd be lucky to catch a sheephead off the shore <laughs> there or something. But I always remember the big tank they had, and they used to have all different kinds of fish in there, and awesome. that was always cool. So that's probably where it all started and then like I said perch fishing we used to we love perch fishing that's what we did all the time so, so
0: what was your first fish on the big lake
1: first fish on the big lake probably a perch that would be do you I remember
0: mean, it at all the first time your first memory of fishing out there
1: I don't know if I can remember the exact first or one fish or one of them but I would I would guess it was a perch somewhere <laughs> I mean so how'd you,
0: how'd you fish them? Were you just kind of floated over the reefs or are you doing bobbers or mainly with that pontoon boat? We
1: would just set them over the side cause we could open up the doors and lay them right on the deck. It worked oh, out pretty good. Go. So we just kind of dead stick them for the most part. Once in a while we'd throw bobbers out, but mainly dead stick is what that's we would do. Through. So that's usually how we did it. Just anchor,
0: throw the anchor out there and <laughs> hopefully they'd be there. Right. How is the pond I mean, it must have been nice in the pond too, but you had some room though, yeah, there was a I lot mean, of room. stuck, in, you know most people we we start off with these little itty bitty fourteen yep. foot boats and stuff, but you had some room in the pond oh, no,
1: and it was a tri tune, so it honestly handled the waves pretty good and it had a lot of space so how, was, how, was,
0: how was the motor did it, it start was,
1: or was it tricky? Oh no well, he ended up putting a new mercury on it, so it was a newer motor uh one of the it was still a two stroke
0: one of the, the Optimax so <laughs> So, yeah, but it, it ran good. Never had any issues with that. Um, when was the first time that you can remember fishing by yourself? That first you were time? allowed to kind of go it shore fishing, say. When the first time you kind of just – they let you kind of do your own thing and, yeah, Danny, go fishing. and
1: Yeah, really, I never I never really fished much by myself when I was younger. I would just go out with my grandpa. But I would say as soon as I got my license and I could drive <laughs> – so my grandpa kept the pontoon boat in the water actually, oh. so he had a little slot. So I would drive down there by myself and take it out as soon as I could had my license. So nice. that's really when I started getting into fishing more. I would say because
0: what was that first time? Did you ever? So what was the first time like by yourself when no one was around? Were you terrified of smashing stuff right. up or sinking stuff? I was a little bit, but. I had a lot of practice
1: because my grandpa would always let me drive the boat when I would go out with him. So it wasn't too bad. It wasn't like it was my first time ever or anything. But it's definitely a different feeling when you're out there by yourself.
0: And Did you catch fish that first day? Yeah. Perch. Perch. (laughs) That's pretty much. When did you turn to walleyes? So
1: basically the first memory I have of walleyes, I know – we used to do was like maybe once or twice a year, we would just like long line, some crank baits and we never really caught any with my grandpa, <laughs> but it was just for, for the fun. But, um, my tournament partner, Logan Pinkerton, you know him. So his grandpa was a big walleye fisherman. He fished a lot of tournaments back in the day. And I think I want to say I was probably 14 or 15. I went out with him one night on his, his boat. And that was probably when I got hooked with walleyes, because <laughs> it was totally different. Like my memories of walleyes, with my grandpa. We, I mean, we I suppose didn't really, you caught
0: them every now and then.
1: Yeah, I mean, we didn't really know what we were doing. <laughs> so I was like, oh, if we caught one, we were ecstatic. But then I went out that one night with his grandpa, and we caught quite a few. And we trolled boards for the first time. Like I didn't even know what that was. I was just I was out there and,
0: for the first time seeing. Like, I suppose you saw boards before, but yeah. what was like that? Like for the first time pulling boards.
1: It was it was pretty cool to see. It was like, right. oh wow, you can re- you can maximize your lines. Like you right. can have six, eight, nine lines out instead of just having one or two off the side. So, right there, I don't know. That's probably when I started getting into walleye fishing. I would say.
0: Okay. So as you got older, um, fishing by yourself, what's uh, some of the first memories of like things that you did? They're like, oh my god, I can't believe I did that. Just dumb things that now you just look back and laugh at. <laughs> Ah, uh, there's probably a lot of them. I
1: mean, that pontoon boat we always had some good memories. I mean, I would take out my buddies from high school and we'd go perch fishing or something, and usually it ended up with everyone jumping in the water or we would go tubing. <laughs> so we'd get an hour or two of fishing in, and then next thing you know, we're tubing or whatever. Because that was the nice thing about the pontoon boat—you could you could, do, you could do that stuff. So, but
0: um, when did you get your first boat?
1: I got my first boat. It'd be two and a half i got it in february two years ago so i've had it for two years now so i drove down to iowa and got it it's a skeeter mm-hmm. fiberglass skeeter uh 19 footer so
0: how did that change your life with that but bo- how did you feel hooking the the boat up and signing the paper and coming home it was a weird feeling
1: that's for sure <laughs> um pretty much ever since since then i've been I mean I fish every day every chance I get now I mean I'm pretty avid fisherman I would say and uh, yeah that was I was a weird ride home it just because well my grandpa ended up selling the pontoon boat and (laughs) I ended up getting the skeeter so it was it was a totally different feeling fishing from the skeeter not the pontoon boat but it was a good change and I knew if I wanted to fish tournaments and do all that that I kind of wanted a fishing boat and So that's kind of weird if you're
0: rolling up in uh, yeah. Battle and Beggar with the big green
1: but everyone everyone <laughs> used to tell me i should do that and win some tournaments and right <laughs> be known as the but, pontoon guy yeah but, they
0: are making them fishing pontoons that are pretty cool yeah. i mean the, the ones that are set up for trolling are absolutely crazy the amount of room they have on there i mean yeah, yeah not i mean
1: eerie, be, we used to take that, that try to to green bay we <laughs> we took it everywhere we didn't care i mean it was a boat it worked it, right we've caught plenty of fish out of
0: there kept and, you dry and yeah. a fishing. so your first experience in your new boat, what was that like? What was back in back? In, so, the tri was in the water all the time. So, did you have much experience back in a boat, or was that pretty much your first go around? Or, yeah,
1: not really. I mean, my I would say I would take it out of the water and put it in the water, but <laughs> other than that, the, the tri tune stayed in the water all year, so I didn't have a whole lot of experience. Um. As far as i was always around trailers my whole life four-wheeler yeah. trailers um i helped my grandpa with his lawn service so if we had a trailer for that i would back it all the time so it wasn't too bad i would say i mean i got used to backing it in pretty quick but to go off your question the first time with the skeeter i remember didn't go exactly perfect <laughs> It happened? In, we went to De because it was well, early spring. Why right. wouldn't you?
0: It re- yeah. has to be in De Pere.
1: So we got out there and we went late at night. I think it was already like 1030 when we got there and put the boat in. It started right up. So we're like, all right, that's good. Good start. And then we go to put the lights on and they just wouldn't turn on. And we're like, what the heck? Like for whatever reason. Right. And out of nowhere, all of a sudden the motor just started trimming up just <laughs> randomly. And we couldn't get it to stop. The only reason I could get it stopped is turn the main power off. So, and if I turned the main power off, the lights wouldn't stay on. So next thing you know, we're messing with it by shore kind of. And all of a sudden here, the, the warden shows up next to us. He's like, your lights aren't on. And we're like, yeah. So we told him the whole deal and he was a super nice guy. And he kind of escorted us back to the dock Yep. and we ended up figuring it out. I mean, I just unhooked the battery and Re-hooked hooked the it back up and everything's been fine since. So
0: what was your first scratch? or your first dinger dent do you have huh? one that you're like like you know everybody like treats their boat and everybody washes it every day and then there's a, a time where a scratch or something happens and then we go and like eh, i'll wipe it down yeah, every once a i
1: mean my boat's not brand new and i got it it's mm-hmm. used so there's already some scratches on it i don't think i ever put anything too bad on it other than last weekend during <laughs> during the big walleye club um we were fishing real shallow, pulling uh, crawler harnesses, like three, four feet of water. And I don't know how, but I mean, I made this pass probably 15, 20 times. And I was just following my tracks because I knew there's a lot of rock piles in that bay where we were and ended up hitting one of the rock piles, mm. finding it. Find so rock it sounded a lot worse when we, when we hit it, but ended up just busting the skeg up a little bit in the prop. So that's fair.
0: Put the backup prop on there now and. It's good to go, go for, for now. 10, I mean, you have a rock pile now on your. I'm yep. guessing on your on your GPS. Um, so what was the? So how's it? How's it been with about a in your own kind of world? Is it like changed how you fish? Like, is are you more of a, you know, guy just wants to try things, and you're always kind of just banging around different places, or how yeah, does that like? Sure. How's you, how do you break down when you go fishing every day?
1: I think that was the biggest change going from. I mean, with the pontoon boat, it was always in the water, and it, we kept it on bagel. So for the most part, I was <laughs> stuck on bagel, like that's. And I didn't want to always make a long run everywhere. So now, with my own boat and not keeping the water, I can go anywhere, obviously, and launch anywhere.
0: And, and you spend a ton of time in De Pere.
1: Yeah, in the, the spring, spring time you do. In the spring we do De Pere and out on the bay, so we're out there a lot. Right. But yeah, I. I enjoy figuring out new stuff. That's probably what keeps me coming back to the sport so much. I mean, obviously, you can go out and pull boards or do the same mm-hmm. stuff and catch fish doing the same thing. But I think figuring out something new or just something kind of off the wall that no one really has done or figuring out your own way to catch them is right. it always. Even if you just catch one doing it, just there's just something about it like that keeps you coming back. Yeah,
0: because it's hard to find new spots. Because I mean, the, the the lake's been mapped. Yeah, everybody knows where things at, and and, you, and finding the fish is not easy. But with the equipment nowadays, yeah, you can find them. The electronics yep, and getting all that. them how to bite is kind of the the different world yeah, that we live. in I don't in
1: think now. it's so much more the spots. It's just trying new baits and techniques
0: on how to catch them is kind of what I try. And so what. Uh, What's you what was your favorite bait growing up? Uh
1: well as far as walleyes, I mean my first memory was probably the flicker shad. <laughs> what color? <sighs> probably good old fire tiger. Fire tiger, can't yeah. lose the fire tiger. I I feel like the fire tiger, I don't know. Maybe it just don't run it like I used to, but
0: it used to work a lot better. Like <laughs> <back> yeah, <but laughs> there's so many colours now, you kinda of get away well, from those colors. Yeah. I noticed that uh, I looked at uh back in my boat a video I did and 90 percent of the stuff on there was perch or fire tag related i'm like wow i kind of went back to that color for yep. a week or so um so you you did perch fish do you get back to perch fishing you still do that a little bit or no you pretty much walleyes all the time it's pretty much strictly walleyes i mean i never really have have time
1: for the for the perch fishing every once in a while on the bay we'll be a uh, walleye we'll just be jigging for walleyes and all of a sudden we'll catch a couple and, then we'll throw some slip bobbers out and you can really (laughs) pound them out there but so every once in a while we'll do it but as far as bago goes maybe once or twice a year we'll try to get my grandpa out there and take him perch fishing because he really enjoys that that's
0: fun Uh, what's your best memory so far fishing
1: Uh, probably the head-to-head tournament i did last year that was it was just a lot of fun and that was like my first. That was my
0: first walleye tournament I ever. did. I do find it ironic that your first walleye tournament was head to head. Yeah, I kinda find we kind of just <laughs> jumped into it. We're like, why not? You know, I mean. So what was the most? Were you were you stressed out going up to it? Did you pre? How much did you pre pre-fish? I pre-fished every day, pretty much
1: all day for that tournament leading up to it, because I just got done with school and. I I kinda timed it out where I <laughs> I told my job where uh, you know, I'll start like two weeks from now. So it worked out perfectly where I had about a week and a half off. So I fished every day leading up wow. to that. So Were you stressed out about it? Yeah, it was and my first tournament and and you're on T V. And yeah, and you're being filmed, so it was a bigger tournament and I mean so yeah,
0: there's definitely some nerves going into what it what worried you most going into it was it like dropping an f-bomb was it like losing something off the side of the boat probably just not catching not anything catching just, fish. And you guys did
1: well though yeah we we caught a lot i mean we didn't end up where we wanted to be but we we caught a lot of fish and it was fun and our camera guy was great we had scotty so he was he was awesome and he really kind of calmed our nerves on day one <laughs> getting in the boat
0: and he's always talking to us and he'd He made it awesome. So what did you learn most about that first experience tournament fishing?
1: I think it's, I mean, it's not as serious as like I thought it would be. It's just, I mean, you pre-fish all week for that. You, I mean, you just, it's just another day of fishing really. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's, that's all it is. I mean, when you look back at it, there's, there's nothing you can really change or do. I mean, you just got to fish how you, how you fished all week and you can't, can't change how you fish when it comes to tournament day. Right. So, did you watch it yourself the I watched, whole way? I watched parts of it. I watched parts of it. Not all of it. The good stuff? But I got, like, f- family and friends kind of told me stuff along the way, like, what happened and all that. So, so then
0: It had to be weird, like, going and talking to your friends and family and knowing they were, we all were watching you guys yeah. the whole way through, too, yeah. as well. Yeah, so that'd be it, pretty interesting it, it, as everybody knew what you were doing
1: yeah it was cool i mean like you check your phone like halfway through or something and obviously they know what's happening where right? usually it's like <laughs> you're giving the updates to them and letting them know how many fish you have or whatever so they kind of they're there along the whole way which i think that's the coolest part about it is I, everyone can watch that's pretty cool would you would you, uh, would you do it again i definitely would do it again that's cool um did you like the format yeah i love the format i think especially for bagel that format is like perfect i mean i know like the first year they did it they had that two pound limit yep. and they switched it to one pound limit which i think was awesome just because it's a lot harder to catch a two pound fish in the winnebago system that and is true i just think for the fans it was more fun because there's a lot more fish being there's bigger weights yep, most the days were yeah yeah you can go to those you don't have to just pick those spots that are yeah bigger fish and that's kind of what we targeted when we fish that tournament i mean obviously there's bigger fish spots and then mm-hmm. there's numbers like we're just trying to get those one pound fish so you were just targeting the numbers yeah just want to make sure and the amount out. of 15 and three quarter ounces <laughs> we caught it was just oh, i don't know i felt like every fish we caught was right around that 15 ounce mark and a lot of them just wouldn't go but
0: wow so you definitely do it again um would you change anything about what you did? Well, I think... Like, did you get down with it and go like, oh, I would have done that. I mean, there's always the woulda, shoulda, yeah. that, was that Yeah, like? I don't think we would have.
1: I don't think we would have really changed anything. I mean, our first two days for the bracket play, we went to our number spots. And, I mean, I think, I'm trying to remember correctly, but I think after the first two days we were in third place, yep, I, so. I believe so. So, I mean... It's right where we wanted to be, mm-hmm. um, we knew later on in the tournament we were going to need more weight than what we put <laughs> up the first two days, because
0: you can, I suppose you can see it coming, yeah, you watch so, what everybody else is doing,
1: I mean, and that third day we went up against the beers, and yeah. that was a battle. That was a fun day. It seemed like every time we looked at the score tracker, like they would catch a fish, then we would catch a fish, we'd tie it up, they would catch another one.: so it was with, just that get you guys forth. pumped
0: up I like to like catch more fish that has it going
1: back and forth. Yeah, it, it definitely would. I mean, like I said, you can't really change what you're doing. You're running your same. I mean, we were trolling, so we're just running our same passes. But mm-hmm. all of a sudden, I don't know. It was good and bad at the same time, like knowing what, like, I didn't want to look at my phone, but at the same time you <laughs> kind of want to, to, I mean, see what, like maybe run to another spot and try right. to pull a big fish. If it's right at the end, okay, if, you're down, if you're down, if you're
0: down three, pounds. four pounds for the full version of this podcast check out Fix TV. And remember, follow me on The Talk at Smile and Fish and everywhere else at Matt Snell.